What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of For My Sisters with Dell Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me today on this episode. But before we dive into today's topic of being one of God's strongest soldiers, I do want to remind you to look in the show notes and the description box if you're watching on YouTube for all of the goodies. The link to my newsletter, my official Rondell Martin newsletter. That's where I talk with you more intimately and let you know what I'm working on, what's going on in my life, what God's, you know, doing through me and for me. If you're a Christian single woman and you desire sisterhood, to participate in events and experiences, travel, self-development, all of that, then connect with my organization, Single and Saved in the City. We're on Instagram at Single Saved in the City. We're on Facebook at Single and Saved in the City. And you can request to join the private Facebook group for more intimate fellowship with women all around the world. We have women in England, Canada, Germany, the U.S., and multiple states throughout the U.S., and check out our website, singleandsavedinthecity.com for all of the upcoming events and all of that good stuff. And last but not least, make sure that you check out royaltyandrighteousness.com for all your apparel and home good needs. It is filled with sustainable and eco-friendly products, you know, amazing quality, premium, superior materials used to make this stuff. So definitely check it out and make sure you subscribe to the mailing list to enjoy discounts and VIP perks. So let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. Now this came about because again, I was talking with my sis, Maya. What's up again? <laughs> and we were just talking about um, being one of God's strongest soldiers. You know, if you you may or may not have seen that meme that went viral at the end of 2022, where it was the guy in the glasses, the black guy wearing the glasses with the blue polo shirt on the phone. That meme, that guy's been circling around for years, but he was on the phone. And at the top of the meme, it said me on the phone with God, making sure I'm not on his strongest soldiers list. So for those that don't know, there's a saying like God gives his strongest, his biggest battles or his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So it's like, basically I'm calling to make sure that I'm off of that list. Like I don't need any more tough battles. You know, I've been on the battlefield and I'm tired and it just went viral because a lot of us can relate to that. And so I was talking with Maya and we were actually cracking up saying that we feel like we've been on the battlefield <laughs> strongest soldiers since we were born, like in diapers, thugging it out, getting it out the mud, you know, gang gang and everything like that. So that was pretty funny, but I wanted to share some perks that, um, you know, and benefits and blessings, honestly, of being on the strongest soldiers list. And some of these we talked about, some of them I just thought about after our conversation and banter about that. But um, before I dive into that too, I do want to say that personally, I literally feel like all my life I had to fight. Like nothing comes easily for me. I have to get everything I have out the mud. So just know if you ever see me winning, if you ever see me succeeding, baby, <laughs> like I've been through it. Okay. Through it's every little thing that I have. I don't care how minute that thing is. I have to fight for it. And it's just like, God, why? Like, I'm tired. I'm ready for the overflow. Can you just drop something in my lap like you do with some of your other children? Like, why do I always have to toil and do the most? But yeah, so trust me, when I say that I know about struggle, I know about struggle. And I'm grateful because it does help me to relate to people more. I mean, I'm already an empath. That's just naturally how I am. But because I've been through a variety of things, some, you know, self-induced, but <laughs> I've been through them. It does help me to just like empathize more, you know, relate to where people are coming from. So needless to say, I have five benefits. And this is kind of just going to be like a, yeah, pop your collar, you know, hold your head up high, sis. Like you've been through it, but look at you, like you got this, you know? So I hope that this encourages you. But one of the first benefits is that you have tenacity. You don't give up easily. You've got a strong backbone. 
other situations, situations, I mean, that you've been through that would like tear other people apart and they would not even be able to be here to share the tale. You just went through it. Like, you know, you look nothing like what you've been through. By now, you should be looking like what you've been through. You should have lost your mind by now. You should have lost your joy. You should have lost your peace. You should be somewhere, not where you are, you know, experiencing the blessings you have and living in the house you live in and driving the car you drive and making the money you make and having the friendships you have and the relationship and marriage you have if you're married and stuff or in a relationship. Like, you shouldn't have those things, but you kept pressing forward. You kept persevering. And it's like, that's only by the grace of God. Like literally that's only by the grace of God. He gives us that perseverance to keep going. You know, if it was in your own human might, you might have just went ahead and tapped out because it's a lot. Some of the things that you've been through, it's crazy. If you, some things you don't even want to talk about because it brings back those painful memories or you're still healing from it. But just know that even though I don't know exactly everything you've been through, I know you are strong and you're not strong in a toxic way. Like how we often say like, oh yeah, she's strong, you know, and just take advantage of that. But no, like <laughs> you're strong from within. You're strong because of the strength and grace that God has given you to channel what you've been through and to come out not looking like it. Like you've been in the fire and you don't even smell like smoke, sis. Like you better go ahead. You know, you continuously rise to the occasion and you rise from the ashes. And a lot of people can't say that. And not only do you rise from the ashes, but you pour into other people. You have the audacity to pour into people. You have the audacity to keep hoping. Uh, the second benefit is you have character. So a lot of the people that I know who've had to fight, you know, and, and battle a lot of obstacles in life and stuff like that, they have a different level of character. They have... Um, certain convictions that they stand strong on. They're not afraid to express those convictions. They tend to empathize with people more. Like I said, in the first point, they tend to um, be a little bit more courageous to speak out on behalf of people who might not be able to speak out for themselves. You know, you have character. You're the person who in the group, you're going to say wrong is wrong, right is right. You're the person that's going to stand up for things that appear to be unethical, immoral, just downright dirty, wrong stuff, you know, and you have a strong conviction and moral fiber, you know, that you live by. You have strong standards that you hold not only yourself to, but other people to. And because of that, you are reliable. Because of that, you are dependable. Because of that, you move with a sense of integrity that honestly, in this day and age, is hard to come by. It's hard to find integral people. It's hard to find people that literally what you see is what you get. Like There is no switching up. You can count on me. I got you. If I said it, you can believe it type thing. Like, you know, if he said it, we believe it. Like, you know, but, but seriously though, like it's hard to find people like that. And you should pat yourself on the back because you are one of those people. I'm one of those people. And I can say that proudly. And yes, I don't care if I sound arrogant because the proof is in the pudding. Like you could ask people that know me. Um, and because of that too, maybe because of your character, you have gotten discouraged with growing close to people. Because I know for me, I've been through some janky friendships, some janky situations, and it just made me like, mm, I don't like people. Like people, <laughs> people irritate me, you know, like I'm just going to stay in my shell, just me and God and stuff. But, you know, if that's you, just know that in the right time, God will bring the right people to you. Still, you know, vet people, still seek God's face on people's true intentions and stuff. Observe them. I'm not saying be careless, but don't allow the fact that you feel like you're the only one who moves with integrity and honesty and character, um, you know, out of the people that you run into to, 
to make you become closed off. Like, don't be afraid to open up yourself for friendship, genuine friendship, genuine love and stuff. Don't become closed off and bitter because it can be taxing. It's just like, how many times do I have to deal with raggedy friendships? How many times do I have to deal with the fact that people don't seem to have character anymore. They don't seem to have conviction and morals anymore, you know? So just guard it, you know, or, or watch it and guard your heart, but also be open to receiving, you know, when those times come. The third blessing is your faith is crazy, okay? Your faith is ridiculous. It's out of this world because again, some of y'all listening to me right now have been living by faith. It's not even just a walk. You're living by faith. You don't even understand how your bills are getting paid. You don't even understand how you're able to mother your children the way that you do. You don't understand how you're still smiling and still dealing with everything that's coming your way with hope. Like you actually, like I said earlier, you still dare to hope. You still dare to have crazy faith after everything that you've been through. I mean, think of Job in the Bible. He lost everything, his children, his wealth, his sanity almost, and he still was praising God. He still had the audacity to have faith. And that's you, sis. You have the audacity to have faith. Like some of you may or may not know this story, but um, I think I mentioned it before. I always reference it because it's such like, a monumental moment in my life that's really helped make me the woman I am talking to you today, you know? Um, but when my family and I moved to Atlanta, we were homeless for almost two months. And I'll share the in-depth story one of these days. It's actually on my YouTube channel, Daily Dell, if you want to check it out. But, um, you know, in the meantime, I'll just give you the quick and dirty version. So when we moved here, we moved expecting to get a house, you know, everything was looking good and have um, at least my sister have a job. My mom's retired. And by then I was already working for myself. So we had good plans. We had savings and all that. None of that panned out. We ended up being homeless for about two months. And in that homelessness, it was the scariest time of my life. I'm in this new area that I've never lived in. I don't have connections or community down here like that because the people that I do have down here turn their back on me, or I'm just not close enough to them to have their information to reach out and be like, hey, this is what's going on. And same with my mom and sister, you know? And so we're in and out of hotels, just trying to keep a roof over our heads and not literally end up on the streets because there's a huge homeless population in Atlanta, like many metropolises. And it's really saddening because the cost of living is just ridiculous. But we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast episode about the economy and all that. And while we were homeless, I had faith. Like you could not convince me otherwise that despite all the rejections for rental homes, despite all of the closed doors, despite being in the wilderness, in this new territory with no help but God and my mom and my sister and still having to parent my son and everything like that. You couldn't convince me that God wasn't going to answer and answer my prayers and make a way and not just answer my prayers and make a way, but answer them specifically how I prayed. Every day for that almost two months and even leading up to us leaving Virginia, where we were living at the time, Every day leading up to that, I was praying, but particularly in the homelessness, I was praying like the same prayer relentlessly, you know, like keep knocking at the door. I know sometimes we're like, oh, you don't have to keep telling God you pray once and you just believe you keep praying that thing until you believe it until you're like, oh, no, nah, he's going to make a way like, you know, it's going to work out. He hasn't forsaken me yet. Why would he start now? You know, and I prayed that God would give us a house with a certain square footage, preferably new construction or at least newly renovated, that's clean with no rodents, no roaches, no, you know, mold or anything like that in a safe neighborhood with space because my son and I were sharing a room up until this point. And, you know, we had small bedrooms. So there was one point where my family and I were that down bad where 
I was sleeping on a couch cushion, you know, in that part of uh, Virginia we were living in. We were living in central Virginia and we were just really going through a tough time. Again, I'll share stories of how, you know, God has worked his way through my life, you know, from losing my child at home in 2009 to now where we are. Um, but needless to say, I prayed that prayer and I was very specific about the type of house that I was desiring for me and my family. And right in the 11th hour, which is always when God seems to pull through for me. It's always the 11th hour. I'm like, can we do it in the fourth hour, fifth hour, <laughs> the first, second hour? Like, do I always have to wait till the 11th hour? But needless to say, late in the midnight hour, <laughs> God's going to turn it around. Like, that's exactly what he does for me, you know? Um, we, after all the rejection and everything, we got the house, like, with no money, no jobs. Savings pretty much dwindled at that part. Um, at that point, and we got the house that I'm sitting in right now, taping this podcast that I'm sitting in and been sitting in for the last three and a half years, almost when I'm recording this episode, you know, and it's brand spanking new. We're the first people to live in this house. No one's lived in it before. It's like, I'm talking new, new. Like when we walked in, they still had the painter's tape on the wall. There was still sawdust, <laughs> you know, like it was new, new. The neighborhood is nice. It's safe. We haven't had any incidences in the last three and a half years, you know, and it's like a safe haven because in the outer surrounding areas on the next door app, I'll always read somebody being like, oh, you know, someone took something out of my car last night or, you know, there's this strange character or strange people walking around the neighborhood looking at people's windows or whatever. But it's like, granted, that's not in my direct vicinity, but it's still like not that far. It's probably like 15, 20 minutes away, you know, that kind of thing where those crimes or those sketchy activities could trickle over here, but nothing trickles here. It's like, this is literally just like a, a hub. Like, you know, like God's presence is literally just hovering over this community. And I mean, this community is literally so safe and I'm praising God and I pray that it stays this way to the point where you could legit like leave your door open at night. Like, you know, this is 2023. People ain't leaving doors open, but it's legit like that. Now I can't say the neighbors are the friendly friendliest. That's the only downside, but you know, I wave to some and they wave back. Others don't, but I do my part, you know, but it's new, it's spacious. And I was reminded of how much of a blessing it is despite, you know, there's some maintenance issues and things like that now because the house has been broken in and honestly that is not because of us that's because of the lack of care from property management and they've changed property managers so many times that is just like you can't even keep up with who you're supposed to call to you know uh, request maintenance and things like that but it's getting better now slowly but surely it's turning over a new leaf but despite all the maintenance issues and everything my family and I were just tired of it in 2022. And we we're like, we're going to break the lease. We're going to move. We're going to find something better. Um, we wanted to do it in 2021. That honestly probably would have been better because the market was still a little lower priced. Um, and we went looking at homes. We looked at 40 homes. And I know because we use rently.com, it's just easier. You go self-tour, you know, you can look at the place yourself. So keep that in mind. If you're looking for a rental home and you don't necessarily want to work with a realtor, or maybe you want to work with a realtor, but you want to have some freedom to go look at more homes and stuff, then look at rently.com, you know? And um, because a lot of times realtors are just not trying to show you multiple homes, especially for a rental. So, you know, that's just a word from the wise, but nevertheless, um, we looked at 40 homes and we did not find one that worked for us. It was either too small, but in our budget, too small and out of budget, not well kept, you know, budget's just crazy, not in the best uh, neighborhood or whatever the case may be. And I was reminded of how much this house is a blessing. Now it has gone up drastically in rent, <laughs> like everything else has gone up. 
but it's a blessing. And I'm just reminded that God got us in this house from the strength of praying and having being crazy enough to believe that I'm like, you know, it's hard to put into words, but I know you know what I'm talking about. Like when you're praying and you have doubt, you know, but when you're praying and you have a assurance, like nobody can tell you anything, like you know that you know that you know that something's going to work out, even when the odds are against you. Because remember, I said we were getting rejections back to back. We were throwing money down the drain because you have to pay to apply. They reject you. You don't get your money back. You know, we were going through all this stuff and still hearing no after no after no, closed door after closed door, I had a, a assurance in the pit of my belly, like this is going to work out and not just work out, but exactly how I'm praying it's going to work out. And after all of that, my faith has just been crazy. And it's the fact that even after all I had been through leading up to this point, you know, I still had the audacity to have crazy faith in that homeless situation. So, you know, being God's strongest soldier, you have crazy faith. By now you should have been lost faith. By now you should have been like, I'm tired. You know, um, this didn't work out how I expected. That didn't work out how I expected, but you still have the audacity to have faith. And because of that, God knows that he can trust you. Because of that, God knows where your heart is, that your heart is really residing in him, that you truly, really desire to please him and for his will to be done. And that's nothing to take lightly, sis. That's nothing to take lightly. The next blessing is you appreciate the blessings on another level. It's like, you know, people that I know that live in hurricane areas, they say after the storm, the sunshine is always like extremely bright, you know, and just think about like when spring is coming back around after the cold winter months of bundling up, being in the house, probably feeling sluggish, you know, and all that type of stuff. When you start to feel that warmth coming in and you're like, wait a minute, I could shed some layers. I could wear a short sleeve shirt and some shorts. Okay. Like you start to appreciate it a lot more, you know, like I live in Atlanta now and it's already warm. Like I'm taping this episode March 1st and it's, it's already warm. Like Look at me. I'm not wearing sleeves. Like, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in a summer dress right now. Like it was 70 something degrees today, like nice, you know? So you appreciate the sunshine more after the storms. You appreciate, you know, the flowers after the rain. Like, because if everything was always hunky-dory, if you never had to go through anything, you wouldn't appreciate it as much, you know? Or if you never had that moment of like, feeling the weight on your flesh. A fasting is another good example too. Like after you fast, especially like beginning of the year when we're doing those corporate fasts and you're going hard, you fast for like 14 days, 21 days, and you finally eat and you're like, oh my goodness, like this peanut butter and jelly sandwich is everything. Like it tastes like a gourmet meal. It tastes like a gourmet meal. You're like, this is everything. Like this is the best peanut butter I've ever had in my entire life. The way the jelly just melts into the peanut butter on the bread, like this is revolutionary, you know? So because you like starved yourself, you know, you withheld yourself from food and you went through that physical suffering because the first few days of those corporate fasts be hitting heavy. I'd be like, oh, I'm so hungry, you know, <laughs> but it makes a difference. So by the time you get to eating again, you appreciate food more. Your body actually even like digests it a little better and stuff like that. So, you know, you appreciate things more after you have a dry season or when you go through a battle or whatever the case may be. Like you appreciate the blessings more because you know what it's like on the other side. Like right now, I, as I'm taping this, I'm going through a situation which I'll share in detail once I make it to the other side. Cause I just feel like some things are better shared after you make, after you overcome the obstacles. Some things I'll share while I'm going through, but other things I'm like, let me just, you know, wait a little bit longer. So 
I'm going through a situation, um, particularly with transportation right now. And I am just in a, a situation where I'm not able to do certain things at the way that I want to do it because of the transportation issue. And I'm not able to have the resources that I would want to have um, at the level that I'm used to because of the transportation issue. And so needless to say, I am appreciative even more so of the sales of my business now because that is becoming my bread and butter. But it also shows the power of your words because, and I'll have to do a podcast on the power of your words too, but it shows the power of your words because all last year I was literally saying like I, in 2023, I want 2023 to be the beginning of my businesses being my main source of income where I know like this is where I'm paying my bills from. And then like gig work, Uber Eats, all that stuff is just icing on top of the cake, but it's not the cake itself. So, you know, I was saying that and it's funny how God works because I find myself in that situation now. The difference is it's not happening how I was envisioning it in my mind. And there's other things going along in this process and stuff, like I said, that I'll share once I make it over. But, you know, it's happening though. Like God is working things out in a way that he knows I really desire because it's his timing, you know, and it's, it makes sense to him. It doesn't make sense to me, but because I'm trusting God and, you know, I appreciate the blessings even more, I'm just rocking with it. I'm like, ultimately you're sovereign, you know, so I'm just going to trust you because you're not going to, you know, leave me high and dry. You've never forsaken me. So I can trust you there. And it makes no sense to me to stress. So you know, I appreciate those sales more because of what I've been through. I've had those months where I wasn't making not one sale. Like nobody was even really on my website like that. Now I'm getting consistent visitors on my website. I'm converting at a higher rate. People are loving the product. They're loving the new and updated website for royalty and righteousness is what I'm speaking about particularly, you know, and it's just the impact is there. So I appreciate it a whole lot more because I have to rely on God for this. This is not anything on my own strength and might for me to say, oh, it's because I did this or it's because I did that. Like I'm literally in a fake faith walk, not a fake walk. I'm in a faith walk right now. And I've been living my life by faith, like seriously. So that's another blessing. The last blessing of being one of God's strongest soldiers is you inspire people without even knowing it. Like God knows that your story is needed to encourage someone else out there. Not only is the situation pruning you, but while it's pruning you, you're showing someone else that you can make it through. You're showing someone else the power and glory of God because someone else out there is either going through what you're going through right now, but you're further along in the process, or they're going to go through what you've been through. And now you can turn around and encourage and Honestly, with social media these days, like I know we talk a lot about the ills of social media and stuff, and I know I get tired of Instagram and everything, but at the end of the day, you're able to impact and inspire a lot more through social media because people that would never otherwise know you, know you from Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or whatever your social media platform of choice is, you know, and I know for me, I've had people come in my DMs and send voice notes or if they have my number, text me or call or whatever and be like, you're so inspiring. Like the way that you work, you know, the way your faith is, the way that you overcome everything life throws at you and you're still productive despite it all. You're still trusting and faithing. And, you know, they're like, it really inspires me. Like even just seeing you show up on my stories every day inspires me. And I'm just living, I'm just living and I'm just faithing. But the fact that I chose to get up with with joy and not wallow in my situation inspired someone just because I got up just because I decided to choose joy and peace over you know anxiety and depression and I'm someone who struggles 
with anxiety and I've had depressive episodes. So sometimes it was hard for me to get out the bed. You know, sometimes it was so difficult for me to say, you know what, let me put on a smile. Let me praise God. Let me just get up because I just want to lay in the bed with the covers over me and just cry, not eat all day. And it's just debilitating. You know, some of my anxiety attacks are so debilitating, but praise God that it's his strength. It's the strength of the Holy Spirit that gets me up out of bed. And I had to fight to get up. But by me fighting to get up, just in me fighting to get up, it encouraged somebody else to keep going. They have no idea all that I had to battle in my mind and physically sometimes just to get out the bed. But because I was able to do it with God's power, it inspired. It, it touched someone in a level that it might not have, you know. And so God knows ultimately why the journey is looking the way it is. He knows what you need to learn along the way. He knows who you need to impact along the way. He knows what you need to be pruned into, you know, so that when you get the blessing, you can actually manage it well and you can appreciate it more. You know, God knows all of these things. So if we just trust him and we trust his word, I know it's easier said than done. You'll be able to navigate your strongest soldier season. I know you've been on the battlefield too long, sis. <laughs> I know you've been on the battlefield too long. I'm tired. I'm like, God, okay, we get it. Like I'm sanctified. I'm pruned. I have faith in you, all that jazz. Let's get to the overflow. Let's get to the breakthrough. <laughs> Let's get to all of that. But I say those things and I have a real candid, you know, way of talking to God. Like God knows who you are. So that's another thing too, which is a side note. You don't have to try to be fake. Like I talk to God exactly like he's my friend. Of course I have reverence and stuff. He's my Lord. He's my savior. But I talk to him in a way where it's like, God, like I'm feeling some type of way about this. Like make it make sense. Why am I going through this? Why am I going through that? When is my breakthrough coming? Like, have I not, you know, fasted enough? Have I not tarried in the spirit enough? Like, is it coming now? Can you just send me a tracking number or something? Like, you know, all of that. So just know that it's all for the better good. Okay. Like God is working everything out. And I know some of you listening are probably in a fight for your life right now. The toughest fight you've ever been in. And you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through, but think about all the other times you said, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through. And you're here right now. And you can see where God stepped in. So why would he fail you now? He's not going to, you know? Um, and just know that you have a tenacity, like I said, like no one else. You have character like no one else. You have the audacity of faith like no one else. So God's got you, sis. Don't worry about it. He's got you. So that's it for today's episode. I hope that was encouraging to you. Play this again. Run it back if you need to. I'm looking for a hundred more people to follow me on Spotify. So if you're listening on another platform and you have a Spotify account, can you just click over there, click follow? It would help me a ton. And I really look forward to talking to you ladies again. I'll see you or talk to you on the next episode. Love you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of For My Sisters with Dell Podcast. Don't forget to keep the conversation going and use the hashtag For My Sisters Pod on social media so I can see you and show you some love. If there are any topics you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, be sure to email podcast at gmail.com. I'll see you on the next episode. Love you. Bye.